Amen. Keith, Keith was looking at me like, are you going to give me that money? I said, no, I'm holding mine. Can't turn loose of it right yet. Got to have it. It's for, the, it's for the sermon. So it's not always good to watch the pastor. Amen. Give me some light up there, please. I want to see who's here and who ain't here because I'm keeping a record. Jesus may not keep a record, but I'm keeping a record of who ain't showing up. Just kidding. John is in my Bible somewhere. Well, this is going to be a two-parter, so well, it's going to be a lot more than that, but as far as this morning, I'm going to share a little bit, and then I'm going to preach a little bit, so it's going to be a little different than, than normally you're, than you're used to, um, or that I'm used to, put it that way, getting all my stuff together, excuse me. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that when they were, Lonnie was saying, hold your money up. I was going to, I said, I'm going to hold my money up, Lord, but then I'm going to put it back in my pocket because I got to have it to use for the sermon. So don't be watching the preacher. I do give. I do tithe. I believe in it. I'm for it 100%. So don't, um, y'all look good up there. Looking good. Mark Manville. I've been telling them. I knew the problem. His sugar went up to 700. It didn't surprise me. I've been telling Patty, you are so sweet. I, don't, I mean, how can you help it? I mean, it's going, I mean, if you got that much sugar in you, it's got to, it's got to rise. I, I know it's just, ooh, I, 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 I was with you, brother. I'm, I, I'm with you, 100%. And Patty's trying to get it down. Hallelujah. We're glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad it's going down. But you still, I ain't going to say you're still sweet. That don't sound good, but you got me. I'm your brother, and you know it. That's the wrong sermon. I better turn that over. That was last week. All right. Somebody put a well in the church. Amen. Say, so where's it at? I didn't even see it when I walked in. This week I was praying, and, um, and I, 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 it wasn't the first week I prayed. Don't take it that away. Finally got around to praying. Um, but I've been asking the Lord, I've been asking the Lord about um, the, the debt of this church, which is very small compared to what it used to be. It used to be about a half a million dollars. Um, but now it's under 90000 Amen. Yeah, that's a big deal. And, um, but we're ready, and the Lord's ready for that to go. It's time for that. We have drugged that thing around long enough, and it's time to get free from owing any man anything. Amen. That's scriptural. And I've been praying. I, I, I usually take the last couple of months of the year to think about God, where we're going in the new year, it's just where I've always done it. I've done it in youth ministry, and I've done it, I'm doing it now as, as a senior leader around here. And I've just been asking the Lord, Lord, where are we going, and what are we doing? How's this looking? What's this look like for the new year? And, you know, we had the, we had the, um, y'all can take my name off of that if you want to, it's okay. <laughs> we, we had the, the, the theme for the year is together we can. You remember? I ain't forgot that, have you? Together we can. 
Lonnie was, was referring to Acts this morning, and I preached for a couple of weeks on, on, on Acts, where they came together, and they met from house to house. They've done small groups. Wow, ain't that a concept? <clears throat> that was a joke. Y'all can't laugh. It's 1130. I'll be through in just a little bit, and you can go. But it'll go a lot quicker if you engage. Amen? Amen. Come on, Carter. Get with it. I know you was out late last night, but stay with me. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm trying to make y'all laugh. Y'all are stiffering boards. That's the other church. That's the other church that's stiff. This church isn't stiff. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Wake up. Wake up. See, y'all make me lose my chain of thought where I'm going. But asking the Lord, together we can. They met from house to house, and they gathered, and they prayed, and they, every ha- everyone had what they needed. Amen? No one went, and, and they, they shared, they loved. Things were good. Why? Because they were together. The Bible says they were in one accord. That's not a Honda. That's a, they were not all in. It wasn't a small church. It was a big church. 3,000 were saved in one day. Yeah. But they all had the same mindset. They all had the same vision. They wasn't, we wasn't pulling. We didn't have two donkeys. Let me say it correctly. I'm not in Oklahoma. I got to preach in Oklahoma last week. Amen. Yeah. I could have said jackasses out there, and they wouldn't have thought nothing about it. But y'all cringe whenever we say that. It didn't bother them in Oklahoma. I love you, Oklahoma. Don't you ever think it. What a great honor for me to stand in Andy's pulpit last week and share. But you've seen the commercial where the, the little, little cartoon where the donkeys are pulling against each other. And neither one can get anything. But when they go together, they eat up this bale of hay and then they go over here together and they eat up that bale of hay. And when we're together, when we're all pulling on the same deal, things can happen. That's what happened in Acts. They were together. They had one mindset, one deal. They didn't, they wasn't, they, the, you know, I'm not going to get into that. That's another sermon. But they just had the same heart, and they went forward. And so the Lord led me into together we can. And when I think about it, and, and, uh, and in that process, in that, in, through November and December, as I was just chewing on things and talking to the Lord, riding on my tractor, which that's when he talks to me most when I ride my tractor. That's why I had to get one with air conditioning. Because sometimes it takes him longer to talk. And I need to stay with him longer. And when it's 101 outside. Amen, Johnny Hammett. And when you get 57, you need, <laughs> you need, a, little, you need a little air blowing on you instead of that 102 with the 100 humidity. So... You know, I can ride and I can, I can listen to the Father under the air conditioner or the heater and I can just enjoy His presence. But I was listening to Him because He speaks to me there and it's a quiet place for Him and I. And He, and he, and he, he just in that, that day, He just brought up the debt. It's time to get out of debt. So this week I was praying and I was talking to the Lord. Lord, how do I, I, I love, I love doing stuff. Okay, this building was built. I wished I'd have brought the chest in here this morning, but I didn't. But we met in behind that wall right there before this building was put up. And I began to pray and because we were running over a hundred young people up there and it was packed and we were sitting on the side of the walls and it was just God was blessing and like he is now. 
but with everything on this campus. He's always blessed this campus. And pray for Brother Wayne. He had a couple episodes this week. And um, I just thought about that. Prayed for him earlier. But um, just pray God just bring healing to his body. And um, the vertigo and just as all, you know, the stuff that he deals with. But it kind of took it to the next level this week. So lift up, Brother Wayne. And I'm not going to go into a bunch of details because I don't want to get a phone call in a little while. Um, but uh, but pray for pray for our pastor that that God would um, bless would bless his body and touch him. But um, but a lot of things were going on, and the Lord led me to I began to pray and say, Lord, we need a new building. We need to add on. How do we do that? What does that look like? And the Lord gave me the vision for for this building here. And I said, How do we how do we pay for it? The church is the church owes a half a million dollars. I can't go to the church, Brother Wayne, and I sat and talked. I can't go to Brother Wayne and say, look, I need, I need $100,000 to put up a building. Or $250,000, I don't know what this building costs. Scared to add it up. But uh, how do we do that? And I, and I was in my office one morning, and I just heard the Lord say, He reminded me of the, the chest of Joash. And go, go get a chest. And, just, and, he, and He just told me explicitly, just like He done the well, set a chest, and I had a chest, the young people remember, I had a chest in front of the in front of the sound box, and I said, when you come on Wednesday night, bring a gift. Bring an offering to our new building, for the new building. And I said, there's no amount. Okay, I'm going to give you an amount, just, just a, a slogan, but it's not about the amount. I told young people, I said, whatever it is, whatever you bring, I don't care if it's a penny that you find in the parking lot, you pick it up, and you bring it and you put it in that chest and watch what God will do. This building is because of God first, but because of that little chest. This building is paid for. There's nothing owed on it. Yes. Everything you see is paid for. Why? Because God's word is true. And this is going to mix a little bit, and it's okay. It's part of the, part of the message. But as I was praying this week, the Lord laid the well on my heart. And just as you've done the chest, I want you to build a well. And I want people to be able to give. I want people to come to the well. And that was, a, that was a slogan he gave me. And in that, what the Lord was saying, and what I've been praying, and, and, and I've been praying for this about a month now. You can ask Angie. I've been talking to her, and she's been doing slides for me and getting ready for this whole series. We, we're getting ready for the whole thing. And because um, and, and, I went, whenever the Lord gave it to me, I went, I was meeting her for lunch, and, and um, I said, um, you ain't going to believe what I'm fixing to do. She just shook her head like, yeah, I probably am. She's been doing it 20 years with me. And um, in, a different, in a different capacity, let's get that clear. Uh, can you help me, Johnny? Can you help me, Johnny? Johnny's back there scratching his head, holding his head. Help him, Jesus. In a different capacity. Amen. If it don't go, if my testimony don't go before, you just need to, whatever. 
<laughs> Tell them Sherry Hall. Sherry Hall's on my side. She said, what? I said, I'm going to build a well in the church. She said, you're going to do what? I said, I'm going to build a well. She said, when are you going to do that? I said, before Sunday. It's Thursday. But Sunday's coming. <laughs> Hallelujah, Sunday's coming. She said, how are you going to do that? I said, I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. And we begin. Friday morning, we went to Home Depot and bought the stone. And we come in here, and we was trying to get it. And that was an amazing thing there, but we was trying to get it. And, and then I'd already been out to Scott's place, and Scott's got some, some old wood that, um, that belongs to me. So don't be asking for it. It belongs to the kingdom. Let me say it that way. It's kingdom wood because a lot of it's going into the new part of the coffee shop. But all that wood come from an old building out at Scott's. And um, I un JJ is asking me this morning. She said, where'd you get those, those side pieces at? I said, you don't need to be worrying about where I got them from. <laughs> I went looking at two or three places. And I went out to Scott's because that's where I was going to end up. And I was out there and I walked all the way through the house. There's two old houses and I walked through both of them. And I didn't see nothing that it was going to work. And on my way back from that second house, Scott, I said, Lord, you got to show me. You know what I want. You know what I want it to look like. I know what you want it to look like. And you got to show me, because I know there's some stuff out here. And I don't want to get into Scott's stash over there, but I need to, I need you, I'm just kidding. And I walked back up there, and out in the woods, there was a board. It wasn't, I'm not, it wasn't one of those. There was a board, and it was laying there. And it, was, it would have worked. It was the same, it's the same as that, but it had just been torn out of the house. And I saw it. And I said, look at that. And I went and picked it up. And it wasn't rotten. The termites hadn't gotten in it. And I carried it and put it on my truck. I said, Lord, I need another one. Let me show you how God works. I said, God, I need another one. And I walked around for another five or six minutes. And I didn't see nothing. And I had walked back to the walked back because there was a pile that we had tore out the other week. There was a pile. And I saw one sticking out the end of it. And so I went back to it, and I pulled it out. Well, it wasn't about that long. I was like, ah, that ain't going to work. And I turned to go back to the old house. I'm going to take a picture of it so you can see it. I, went, I, went, I turned to go back to the old house. And Scott, can, the roof on this section is gone. And all it is is a floor with about that many leaves on it. Just old floor system. And at the end of the floor system, I could look, and I saw those beams sticking out just a little bit. And the floor was still on there. And I'm by myself, didn't have no help. Rick and Marcus are at the Waffle House eating breakfast, and I'm <laughs> struggling for the Lord on my day off. Sounded good, didn't it, Rick? I got to get, hurry up. And I see them. And the Lord says, there they are. I found one, but the Lord had six or seven. And I went over there and I said, I got to take this floor up. That could be a job. And I grabbed the first board and, just, and the leaves flew up and I just throwed it over. That was pretty easy. And I took every board, William, every board was loose. It had nails in it, but it was just 
loose. And I just flung them off, flung them off. And I just uncovered, I just uncovered. Now, that may not mean nothing to you. That's okay. Ain't your sermon. It's my sermon. Ain't your life. This is the way Jesus and I do life. And I just uncovered it. And I said, there they are. Wasn't no work to it. Well, it was. It was hard work. I was sweating. I needed energy. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I just reached down, picked up the end, broke the, put it on the truck. Went back and forth. I uncovered another board that's going in the coffee shop. Big timber. And I was looking at it. I said, man, that's, that is so pretty. Just what you uncover. See, God's got treasures that have not yet been uncovered for this house. Okay? You say you're just rambling, Ronnie. Some of y'all are looking at me like you're just rambling. No, I'm not rambling. <laughs> you, you, I'll get to that in a minute. But God's got some stuff. If we'll take a little time and uncover it. Might have to work a little through it. I was sweating a little bit. Not much. Costo, my Mexican friend, said I can stand out in the middle of the sun and sweat and don't do nothing. So, But I began, and then I saw this timber. It's probably, it's probably this big. And Scott, it's been up underneath that floor system. And it's been protected for such a time as this. Now, John 10.10 10 says the thief comes to So the Lord said, you can't get that one by yourself. So cover it back up. So I began covering it back up. Why? Because the thief would love to ride by and see kingdom boards and put them on his truck. So daddy said, cover it back up. So I covered that stuff, that, that, that back up. And you stay up, up there. <clears throat> Jay said, I might can put that in my house. Just kidding. God's beginning to uncover some stuff in this house. The little slogan is, that's why I had to hold on to my $10 bill. Took me a job, took me a while to get this $10 bill. I went to Wells Fargo this morning because I had forgot to get my 10. You got to be intentional about this. You hear me? You're going to have to be intentional about what I'm telling you. I had to be intentional. So I went to Wells Fargo to the ATM. And it says you want, you want 40, 50, 100, what you want. So I, I, I saw the 50. I said, well, I want, a, I want 50 because that'll be Two twenties and a ten. Now I can get my ten. Well, I hit the fifty, and what did it do? He gave me a fifty. <laughs> I'm smarter than this, William. Show you how smart I am. I done it again. <laughs> And they ain't got two 50s in there. Yeah, they did. And another 50. Angie said, why don't you just put 50 in there? 
Give me your card. Let me slide it in there and get a 50. I'll put your 50 in there. I said, no, I need a 10. Because the slogan is, drop a 10. See, we drop a 10 a lot of places. 10 goes quick, doesn't it? In the world system, this ain't much. But in God's system, that grows. So I'm encouraging. You've got to be intentional because that's going to be on Saturday night. You don't have a $10 bill. Now you can put a 20 in there. Make up for next week. Or you can add a zero to it. Because I'm telling you just like I'm telling the young people. It doesn't matter what goes in. Whatever you can put in. There's no pressure here whatsoever. For none of us. None of you. There's some Sundays you can't put nothing in there. I want to encourage you to walk in that door and lay your hand. Or put your hand toward it and say, Lord, bless the bucket. Bless the bucket. And that's just as important as this $10 bill. We're not about money around here. Never have been, never will be. It's not about the money. Hey, I'm just, doing, I'm just telling you what the Lord's been telling me. I've been talking about drop a 10. You can ask Angie, you can ask Katie, ask the staff. I've been talking about dropping a 10 for a while. I just hadn't figured out how, how the Lord wanted to do it, but the Lord just revealed everything to me. And it's every Sunday it's to drop a 10 in the bucket. Drop a 10. Every Sunday. Okay, we pay $3,000 a month on, the, on the, the payment here. Every bit of this money will go straight to principal. We owe a little over 89000 uh, well, a little under 89000 right now out, out, after over 500000 that we borrowed years ago. Okay, but I'm telling you, you take what we put in that bucket and it goes straight to principal, and many have said this thing's going to be paid off before the year ends. And I believe it too, and I'm claiming that too. So I just want to encourage you, it may be a dollar, it may be a 10, it may be a 100, it may be whatever. Angie, wants to, Angie said, I'm just writing my check for all of it because I'll forget the 10. I'm just going to write my check for $560 for the year for $520, whatever, however, 10, 52, yeah, 52 is 500. I'm just going to write a check for $520 so I don't forget about it. That's, I said, well, that's fine too, but however the Lord leads you to do that, but I want to be intentional. And see this thing go down. Amen? And we'll give you, we're going to give you, we'll, we'll, once a month, we'll tell you where we're at. You'll see it, you'll see it coming down. Jonathan, go put my tin in there. I won't put it back in my pocket. That gets, I done tempted the Lord one time with, no, I'm just kidding. That's his money. Johnny Hammett used to tell me, don't put it in your tent, Rodney. So that's, that's where we got to with the well. And that's why the well's there. And um, as the Lord leads you uh, to give to that and see, see the kingdom, see that be diminished. And again, all that goes straight to principle. And, um, and I pray, and I know that you will, I know that you'll jump on board with that. Okay, I'm going to close out with that song, Allie. Just hang on. And then Caleb's going to come up at the end and close. But I want to close out with that song. I want to transition to just sharing a little bit. I shared a little bit in that. But where we're going with Come to the Well, Okay. Yes, it is about paying off the debt. You'll see the well every week when you come in. It's all of that. But there's a, there's a spiritual meaning behind this. There's a deeper meaning that I'll preach through a series and, um, in the days to come. And I just want to give you some of the points and, um, of, of what the Lord is, is, is leading and what I want you to start chewing on. 
I want you to really pray um, first Wednesday. I thought it was this Wednesday coming up, but it's the, the next Wednesday. But on first Wednesday, we're going to be focusing on prayer, praying for our city, and for our, um, praying for our country, our city, and our church, the three, those, those three C's that we're praying and believing God for our country. And I want to say this. I said it the other, other Sunday, I mean the other Sunday during announcements. But I just want to thank you small groups that are going on. I want to thank Caleb from, personally for doing an awesome job of putting small groups together and helping you get connected with a small group, helping small groups get connected to the church app and, and all of that. Caleb's done a wonderful job in, in, in pushing that forward. I want to thank small group leaders and what's going on in small groups in this house. It is amazing. And when, when we had every group come up and share that Sunday, it just showed how much studying God's Word is going on, how much prayer is going on on this campus. You, you know, our old mind, our old way of thinking is that well, we don't have Sunday school anymore and we, don't, we only have First Wednesday. And, and the old mindset is, well, there must not be nothing going on. We, we, we got to do something. No, there's a lot going on. They met from house to house. <laughs> Amen. In the early days. And that's what's going on. These small groups are, are just, every, and I was just, I was, I knew we had a lot going on, but I didn't realize how much was going on. You know, and I was just blessed that morning just to watch and see that God's Word is being taught. People are praying, and you need to get plugged into a small group. Okay? Wherever that is, we've we got all ages. We've got, we got singles. we got, we got all ages. And um, you need to get plugged in. And, and, and God is doing some amazing things there. And so I want to just take a second and just say thank you, small group leaders. And keep, keep the work up. It's, it's making a difference in this house. And so, so I, I love when we, talk about, when we talk about prayer and, and praying for our country and praying for our city and praying for our church. That's what's happening in small groups. And I encourage you to do more and more of that. Pray for our country. Pray for our city and pray for our church. But as we talk about coming to the well and, 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 and gathering together, it's good when the body gets together and worships. Amen? And let me say this about our worship and, and, and the, what, what we're doing here, okay? I, I was reminded this morning when, when worship was going on of the verse that says, The earth is groaning. The earth is groaning, waiting on the children of God. Huh? Waiting on Auburn Heights to come up. Amen? The earth is groaning in anticipation, I think it says in the King James, for the children of God to rise up in worship. It's time to come back to the well. Jesus, the well was... was Excuse me. Water was a big deal in those days. They built an altar and they built a well. And water was very significant in that day. And we know in New Testament times that water represents what? Life, but spiritually speaking, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Okay, you're right, Paul. If you ain't got the Holy Spirit, you ain't got a life. But it represents the Holy Spirit. 
And just as, just as water was in that day, the Holy Spirit is that now for us. Amen? It's very valuable. It's very needed. Not just to, <coughs> excuse me, not just to go have church. I said that when I took over. The days of just going to church are over. I know some don't like the changes. I understand that. Why? Because we're supposed to go to church on Wednesday. We're supposed to go to church on Sunday night. We're supposed to go to church. We're supposed to have two revivals a year. We're supposed to, well, didn't see it. I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm, what I'm saying is, I want us to be intentional about what we do. I don't want to go to church just because that's what my mama done, my grandmama done it, and her grandmama done it. And I don't want to be just go and put in my hour and leave the same way I came, or leave even worse because I didn't like something and I got bitter. But that's just the way we'll always know. I don't want to do that. I want to be intentional to meet with the Father when the Father's meeting. Amen? I don't want to just do church on Sunday night to say we just done church. No. I want to be intentional that I can meet with the Father. And if it's out underneath the pecan orchard, then I set a time and I want to meet with Him there. I want to be intentional in my worship. I want to be intentional in my time of going. Not just to do it because that's what everybody else does. No. And you may disagree with that. And that's okay. We can still get along. Supposed to. I don't have a problem with it. But I'm just telling you. We have done church. And you read, you read the first part of Pure Grace. And I love that. We've done church the same way for 500 years. And we're not making a difference out there. And Lonnie's right. We're not affecting the community. 1,900 churches in Phoenix City. I don't know how many churches are in Columbus. It may be, is that combined? Is that the valley? Nineteen hundred. Jesus had twelve. Not churches. Twelve. And they turned the city upside down. Well, we just need to go to church. No, we need to encounter a holy God. And we need to get rid of stuff in our life. And we need to come back to the well. And we need to hunger and thirst to know the Father. We don't need to have another church service. We need an encounter. Amen. Amen. Yes. We need an encounter with the Father. Another church service ain't going to do it. Another time to get together ain't going to do it. And I'm not against that. I'm just saying we need to meet with the Father. Yes. There's 1,900 churches. And Columbus's murder rate is going up daily. They're killing them left and right. Are we making a difference? Well, we just need to have another. No, we don't. Sorry. No, we don't. We need an encounter, folks. We need an encounter. We need an encounter. We need to get on our face before God. 
And we need to encounter the Father. We need to come back to the well. There's some old wells that need to be redug. Amen? I was reading a testimony this week. And I got to finish up. But I ain't, I'm a long way from through. I was reading a testimony this week. And this girl had gone back. And she, she had an encounter with the Father. And she had gone back. And her life, her, her, her life, her mother's life, her mother's life, it was just, it's just so far from God. And she said, somebody, somebody told her about Jesus. She had an encounter with the Father. And she began, she began, she said, God, how did I get here? Have you ever asked you a question how you got here? How did I get here? Katie's side there. Yeah, how'd we get here? That's a good question to ask. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But she began to ask the father, Father, how did I get here? And she began to look at her lineage. And she began to study her lineage. And she goes back to her great, 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 I think, grandfather. Who was a pastor in a little town. He was the doctor. He was the lawyer. He was the pastor, the preacher. Okay? And something else. There was something else he was. There was four things this man done in this little town. And she began to research her, her lineage. And in this testimony, it's the testimonies of whales that have been redug. In her testimony, this lady's not, the lady I was reading, not the lady that the grandfather, but the lady that she was responding to was named Helen. She said, Helen. I went back and I found a whale. I found a whale in my family. And she said, I began to redig it. She said, I'm redigging the well of my great, 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 great grandfather. There's some wells that we're going to have to redig. Amen? There's some wells that we got to redig. Last week, week before last, the storm came through. I shared this with the men. Had a great time. Brad, thank you for great food and all those that helped. Thank Jonathan and whoever bug. A lot of people helping out there. But um, we had a great men's meeting. And Angie and I were riding on the golf cart down to the um, end of her driveway, Gabby's driveway. And the Lord spoke to me because there's a ditch and it, the water funnels in and goes under the road, under the driveway, comes out on the other side. But because of the storm and because of the leaves and all of that, the pipe had gotten stopped up. And what happened? The water diverted and it messed up the driveway. Why? Because it couldn't go. It was diverted. There was something in the ditch. And I asked the men the other night, as the men of this church, as the men of this church, what's in your ditch? I had to ask Rodney, Rodney, what's in your ditch? What's stopping the flow of the water coming in? The Bible says, out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water. Um. So is something stopping it from flowing? Is it being diverted? 
And I'm talking about Holy Spirit stuff. I'm not talking about water. I want the avenue. I want the ditch between me and you clean. So it flows in. As Caleb shared with us the other week, I don't want to be a dead sea. I don't want it to stop here. I want it to flow out of bellies. Out of your bellies will flow living water. I want the river to flow through me and out of me and make a difference. And as water flows, as the Holy Spirit flows through us and out of us, it goes and makes a difference. The source is the well. Jesus is the well. Spring up, O well. William was singing that song the other day. Spring up, O well. So what, do, you, do you need to redig? And we'll get into redigging in the days to come. But you may need to redig your well. What's in your well? What's in your well? Let me ask you this. These are just some points and then I'm going to be through. What's coming out of your well? We watched a video the other night of Jacob's well where Jesus sat with the woman that had five husbands and the man she was living with and her husband. Y'all remember that? Y'all done got spiritual on me. But that's where he sat and he talked to that woman and he said, why? she said, why are you giving me water? You ain't supposed to be associating with me. You a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. Jesus don't work that way. But he said, I got some water that if you drink of it, you'll never thirst again. Well, the other day we was watching a video. Angie was showing me a video of Jacob's well. Now they done commercialized it like we do everything. But, but, the, but the guy was bringing the water to the wells deep. And he brought the water up. And boy, it was just crystal clear. And my mouth began to water. Yet I could, I could just taste it. But you know, if they'd have brought that water up and it'd have been mucky, a little dark tint to it, it wouldn't have had that appeal to it. So in the days to come, what, what's, what's, what's in your well? What's in your well? Don't skip that Sunday. I know you want to, but don't skip that Sunday. What's in your well? What do you have to give? Redig this sometime I've already covered. Let me close it up. God's going to take care of the money. We never worried about it around here and that's that. But when we come to the well and we, when our ditch is clean and we're able to flow, look at this little saying. I love this. I read this this week. A whale may appear, appear small in size, yet it is connected to a vast underground supply. Just chew on that a minute. A whale may appear. What's $10 going to do, Brother Rodney? What's that dollar going to do that I put in there, Brother Rodney? A dollar can't make a difference. Listen, listen. When you're obedient to the Father, and when that, when that goes in there, listen, it's connected to a vast underground supply. 
What have we got? Well, he's just got two fishes and five loaves. Or five fish and two loaves. I get it mixed up sometimes. He had some bread and some fish. But there was a pile of people to eat. Listen, this is all we got. Jesus said, bring what you got. Because it's connected to a vast supply. There's Holy Spirit underneath. What's going to blow your mind one day is when you come in there and that well's got water in it. We're going to have church that day. <laughs> it's going to get serious that day. You're probably going to need somebody to preach. Because <laughs> I'm probably going out that door. <laughs> It'll be too hot in the kitchen for me. Whatever you do, don't say he can't do it. Because <laughs> he can. Stand together. I want to play this song. I want to close out. Caleb's going to come and close out. A lot of stuff we're going to talk about in the days to come. I was just trying to give you an overview. Folks, we can't just meet together. We have to encounter the Father. We don't need another meeting. We need Jesus. We need to be able to touch the hem of the garment that we talked about the other week. We need access. We need the ditch of the dwelling of Auburn Heights, we need the ditch clean. And it needs to flow through this house. Yes. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. Speak to our hearts.